Was it the, the Wimbledon final this weekend? Oh, well, that's what I think. That's what I was just saying on Instagram. What I do you think what that was? No, but I wondered what you were doing. I thought you were going to eat some crisps. Because that's all I know about what happened at Wimbledon. That Brad Pitt ate crisps. How cool is that? Some people have been disgusted and outraged. Why? That he was eating crisps at Wimbledon. What sort of crisps? When he it? could have chosen a healthy snack. There was a there was a great um, tweet actually. Somebody saying, um, "I think it's an absolute disgrace that Brad Pitt was oh, eating." I don't. So there was a really good tweet. A woman said, I'm furious that Brad Pitt is eating crisps at Wimbledon when I've got a really nice roast dinner here ready for him. Oh, ready for him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what? Okay, come on, look. We, the, the elephant in the room is what flavour do we think he was eating? What right. do you think then? Now, I don't know whether you know this rumour or whether this is just within the showbiz world, guys. Mark will know this rumour within the showbiz world. First of all, that he's a charming man. He's always lovely. We should tell our Brad Pitt story. Because <laughs> some people won't know our Brad Pitt Angelina story. Jesus, it was you quite a moment. Us, just say yes or no whether you've heard our Brad Pitt Angelina story. I think they've heard it. Well, just say yes or no, and if most people have... Elsa we'll Pop says Defo, Salt and Vinegar. Uh, if you're listening, the names we're reading out are everyone on the live chat on YouTube. Welcome if you are on podcast as well. So, so a well-known... Um, Rumour right. in the showbiz world about Brad Pitt, as I was saying. First of all, he's lovely, he's charming, people say lovely things about him, but that he is a bit whiffy. I've heard that. He's a bit. So, I think he was eating cheese and onion. <gasps> what, to mask the. Well, no, in that he doesn't care if he smells a bit. Some people don't. I know a few people that don't mind their smell, genuinely don't mind their smell. I've heard. And they say, I don't understand it. I'm human and I've got different smells. I've heard this is a, this is a bit of a thing amongst some A-list male actors, actually. It's just au naturel. This is me. Take me as you find me type thing. A very charming, lovely, beautiful, beautiful smelling person told us that. Prawn cocktail for something a little fishy. Says Wendy Stewart. Do you think it was a prawn cocktail type? Oh, wow. Oh. If he's a bit whiffy, maybe he would go down the prawn cocktail route. It's funny, isn't it? Because cheese and onion is one of my favourite flavours of crisp. But I draw a line That's in the sand around, in not eating them in public. Well, I'm public. You eat in front of me. No, I don't. I eat chicken. Yeah, but they've got their own very particular smell, Marvel chicken crisps. Sorry to tell you. Oh no, what smell is that? It's a bit oh. weird. Is it? In Who what knows way? what I mean about chicken crisps? I think I know what you mean. Mm. Maybe we could stop you eating fucking crisps every night instead of having a proper dinner. I said to him, would you like dinner? No thanks. Two hours later, he's got a multi-pack. I'm a multiverse I'm, pack. I'm res multiverse pack. <laughs> my knee! Smoky bacon. Ooh, oh, smoky. They don't make them anymore, do they? Yes, they do. Oh, lemon and scampi, they stink. Scampi fries. Oh, maybe, you're right. Who said beef and horseradish? Dawny. Maybe because he wanted to do the British thing and it was a Sunday. 
I like it. Who said that? Dawny. Dawny. Clever thinking. What I brand of crisps did he eat, though? I can't eat egg mayonnaise, egg mayonnaise sandwiches without cheese and onion crisps in them. Do you think he's eating Lay's? Not in Wimbledon. I hope he's eating a packet of Unless he's of brought them walkers. with him from abroad. Um, beef, beef crisps. crisps what are people Gilbert? going for beef? Cheese and onion tato, 100%, says Zoe Agnew. Mm. Walker's Smoky Bacon Christos. Don't like chicken crisps. Who the hell are you? What if it was Tyrell's vegetable crisps? Oh, Why did I say it like that? Vegetable. That would, well, that is what he... I mean, he doesn't smoke spliff anymore, does he? So maybe he has gone all vegetable. Are you vegetable. saying that like he's a, a killer? No, no, but maybe he's gone all vegetable crisps. Yeah. He's, maybe he's just looking after himself now. But don't be fooled by vegetable crisps. Oh, my God. They're, they're, sometimes, don't be fooled. Well, sometimes, when I'm down the crisp aisle and I'm thinking, you. I want a salty hit of salt, I think pork scratchings <clears throat> or vegetable <clears throat> crisps. Pork scratchings. At which point I realise it's not about the crisp, it's, it's about, about the, the salt. salt. So just stick your finger in the salt cellar. That's not fun. <clears throat> Is it about a crisp? Can you give us, you're the foodie, give us the... Give us an intimate understanding of what it is about a crisp that makes them so addictive to so many different people. Well, A, I think anything fried very, very perfectly right. is very few people can refuse. Right. So they are fried to perfection, aren't they? I mean, if you actually think of the genius of a crisp... It's astonishing. ...that it's kept in a bag, sealed in a bag, so that perfect crispness and with the perfect amount of salt... It's and then you've got everything. the perfect crunch. And because each individual crisp is gone in a split second, well, apart from quavers, which are just cheesy air, a split second, mm. you just have to have more. It's like it's like having a millionth of an orgasm. You're going to ask to have more, aren't you? That's, well, do you? Well, if you only had a millionth of it, you're going to want a bit You want more. the whole orgasm. Shut up, because now you're going disgusting. That Mark. No, that, that could don't e look at me like that. That could explain why I like to put so <laughs> many crisps <laughs> in my mouth because I want one big fat orgasm, don't I? I want a crispy you want, orgasm. You want a mouthgasm. I want a crispgasm. Orange fingers, says Rachel Redmond. She's brought into the room. What's it? Orange fingers, not that kind of She's orgasm. brought into the room. What's it? I don't think a movie star can eat what's it because they're Pringles. always because they're always wearing like billionaires beige or something, aren't they? And it would just end up all over. Yeah, but the terrible head. thing about what's it is, and you have to accept this, it it literally sticks on the top of your fingers, not just like oh, slightly, I love it but so much. You have to scrape it with your teeth, don't you, off your fingers? I don't think Brad Pitt would go that far. I don't think we'll have time for the Brad and Angelina story. So what we're going to do is, because we are just shamelessly getting are people we? to follow us on our at coffee moaning Instagram, we're going to tell the story and we're going to put it up on there. And it's a good story. It's a very good story. Like, I was this close to Angelina checking out whether she had open pores. I'm not going to tell you here and now whether she did. And I was running like this up to Brad... <laughs> Going, fuck no, no, me, you're not, tall. He was like, <laughs> but not only is the story about them, but the story continues on with Kay Adams oh, for funny. over a year. That's very funny. And with our own children. It's a great story. So we're going to record it and put it up on Coffee Morning for you. So the, the packet of crisps with the cut the little black salt sachet. So shake. 
That's salt and shake. Salt and shake. That could be rebranded with this new orgasmic aspect. But the it? thing is, with the salt and shake, and again, the brilliance of a bad crisp. Shake the and come salt again. doesn't sit on every single millimetre of that crisp like a bag of crisps does. Apart from every now and then you get a batch of McCoy's cheddar that never ever tastes cheddary enough. And you feel like going back in and emptying the entire contents on the actual sort of newsagent's desk and go, this is outrageous. There is something very wrong with McCoy's crisps. What is and it? And I don't quite, I think they're more baked. And what happens is you get a taste of old potato in your because you know we taste yes. it with our nose so like us so you get the taste on your tongue but then a like dry potato starch flavor goes into your nose and finishes it all and you'd, badly. you'd think that they'd be more satisfying going with the orgasmic analogy because they're ribbed there's two things that i wonder why i married you one you like mccoy's and two your favorite chocolate is galaxy and i love a good knobbing right move on <laughs> What's it with orange? Look at this, Victoria Moore. I went to my friends for tea when I was a kid and her mum made spaghetti cheese and smoky bacon crisps. Mm. It was actually amazing. Spaghetti cheese? Spaghetti cheese and... Um, and how, why can't we have crisps embedded within dishes? Oh, I do. I've done that in the... Oh, I'll do one. Oh, we'll do one then. Yeah, it's really nice. Crisps, do one. crisps as a topping. Yes. Very nice. Oh, no. Yes. No. But you must put it on as you're about to eat it, otherwise you're going to get a soggy crisp. I was going to say, you can't put crisps in soup, can you? Oh, I fucking want a bag Everyone of crisps now. Everyone wants crisps now. Jesus Christ. Say. Can we bring back skips? Skips were funny, weren't they? You skips, put them on the end of no. your tongue and they dissolve. Skips have the same problem. The flavour doesn't go all the way through the skips. So when you first put it on your tongue, it's good, but then when you bite into it, it's gone. It's polystyrene. Who thinks the frazzle has now got this strange sheen to it? that it never had in the 70s. It has. Absolutely, I've what noticed that. The frazzle... Why has it got a sheen? It, I don't know. It must be some new chemical they've put on it, but it's taken something away from the from the action on the tongue. Tongue action. Tongue action. You need good tongue action with a frazzle. And what, what I've also it's noticed... A it's, it's a complex thing. thing. And also the frazzle, it's the matte finish of the 70s frazzle versus the gloss... Finish. We don't want gloss. You don't want gloss. Take the gloss off our frazzles. Yeah, and get it back to that frizzy, frazzly, raw matte. Yeah. One of my favourite things I've ever done on Loose Women was when we, not so long ago, they said, we're going to do crisp sandwiches. <gasps> I was like... Fucking hell. Well, we had one for Christmas, and, didn't and we? And I had hunks of bread like this. I put the butter that thick and I had... Check out my Nigella Lawson crisp thing. Which should be mm. <laughs> That's how I made it. Like I made it on the Nigella Lawson crisp take do. I did. Oh, yes, that was fun. That, that. And, oh, my God, I ate everybody else's crisp sandwich as well. And guess what? What? No, I'm not going to say that, actually. Why? No, no, it's, no, it's a horrible detail. I'm not going to say it. Be careful with crisp sandwiches. My mum always used to say to us that she knew a girl who died from a crisp sandwich. You said that the day that we all had chicken-flavoured crisp sandwiches once. You said, don't choke on it. And I'm like, if I Because she that, said... Now, now I, like, I realise it must have been a total I tried lie. Doritos again the other day. I didn't like them. That this crisp spiked in somebody's throat oh. and they bled to death. Oh, fucking hell. She like lied. The per like, My mum lied. Was this the same person who dived into a pool, belly flopped and their stomach exploded? Yeah, that was the other thing. She said to us, you can't swim straight after lunch because she saw somebody's stomach. She saw them open. explode. She did. She's, she's what liar. she said. She said it to me. 
over her eye, over her glasses. Don't you think the most annoying thing is, is when you say stuff to your parents, somebody was talking about this on the radio, a memory. Yeah. And they go, that didn't happen. Yeah, my mum says oh that all the time. Oh, my God. My <laughs> mum told me that... Uh, Let's check it out next time she's round. Let's say, Mum, yeah. do you remember when you told us about yeah. the person bleeding to death from a crisp sandwich? She's yeah. going to go, I never said any such thing. Uh, Natasha Tiramos has got a great new strap line for the frazzle. The frazzle has a dazzle. That is brilliant. Take the dazzle off our frazzle. We were yeah. at before. We want some razzle with our frazzle. Yeah, we don't want dazzle. We want razzle. Anyway, frazzle. that's... Almost 13 minutes talking about crisps. I've gone all of a quiver with my quavers. That's how we're doing Wimbledon today, guys. <laughs> Sorry, I just got excited. Show us your skips rather than nips. Oh, God. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm riffing. I'm riffing. Okay. So there's our crisp. Monster Munch. <gasps> oh, don't that. say Monster Munch. Don't say Munch. Do you know what? Monster, I love Monster Twiglets. Munch. I love mm. Flaming Hot. I love Pickle Onion. I don't but like Pickle Onion. apparently... What? They are the most unhealthy crisps and you can have. And they suffer from the same frazzle shine and sheen. They've got something in them. I can't remember what it is, yeah. but it's not good. Yeah. Step Never away from the Monster Munch, kids. I'm trying to think. There was another packet of something I saw the other day. Oh, do you remember the, the little pom bears? The oh, bears. they're lovely. I used, to, I, well, I used to love stealing pom bears from Do the you? kids and they would cry now. The girls steal love them. them. Whenever I see a pom bear... Okay, look over there. Whenever I see a pom bear, I want to punch it. Oh, I love a pom bear. I want to punch it until it's There's crumbs. There's something about the potato-ness of it, even though it's never been near a fucking potato. A pom bear has never been near a potato. It's not potato. It's like a McDonald's potato. Although they are potatoes. Um... I hate... Oh, Minky Moo's very posh. She likes say, the cider vinegar tyrrells. Cider vinegar. What are they... Have you just... ever had those Spanish ones? Are we actually going to talk about the news? Oh, We're let's just, gonna do just move on. on I'm just going to finish on Piper's cheese. That's it. Potatoes are gorgeous. Our lovely Irish... One of our lovely Irish followers sent us a pack... Oh, yes. ...of um, gorgeous Irish things... And one of and in that box was Tato's. And Tato. actually Zoe always bangs on about Tato's. They were bloody delicious. It was you, James, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, so plan to crack down on rip-off degrees. Who here has what they would possibly have described now as a Mickey Mouse degree? Yeah, who feels cheated who feels, who feels by like... what they were told their degree yeah. was going to be? Does anybody feel cheated? Now, let's be clear. Mickey Mouse, you know, what makes a Mickey Mouse degree? Yeah, what does degree? it mean, Mark, when they keep well, saying Well, they, they're talking about degrees that are just esoteric and ridiculous and so sort of, so like a degree in Barbies, you know. And it's often, it's often the right-wing press will run at some aspect Admittedly, lots of universities and lots of colleges do run all sorts of ludicrous courses about ludicrous things. That's not, that, that, you know, it's not beat around the bush. But there will be possibly a course called Barbie and, uh, and its role in society or something like that. And, and of course, someone will be like, oh, what's the fucking point of that? Why, we, why are you going to college and spending £9,000 a year on Barbie, studying Barbie? So it's... Yeah, somebody I know's daughter got into Oxford by writing... I don't know, what is it when you apply... Was Applic it, was it her, or was it, would you have to write a whole essay on that? Of what? Or would that have been at dissertation? the end? Something like... MA, dissertation, Where's the dissertation? Thesis? Is that at the end? Dissertations tend to be part of your... I mean, it's different for all right, different courses. Right, so she wrote it on something like that, but it was like genius. Yeah, well, this, yeah. Is, yeah, but this is the th
it's really, this is really complicated and really tricky to kind of get into. This is, this is the idea. And I think there's a, before you think, you think you know where we're going with this, you don't, you possibly don't. Rishi Sunak is talking about, let's just tell you what the story is. Rishi Sunak is talking about wanting to crack down on what he calls rip-off university degrees. Degrees that essentially, um, you know, kids sign up to pay the same amount in their student loans for years or don't pay the same amount in their student loans and then the state pays the student loan uh, uh, interest for years. Um, you know, degrees that don't essentially guarantee them work or don't guarantee them a sort of good, good income, um, you know, that, that, that don't deliver on the promise that, that was perhaps made at the beginning of the course, i.e. this will improve your lot, improve your class, improve your prospects, etc., etc. Et Somebody was just saying that, so it doesn't necessarily refer to these, to these courses where people complained about only getting like eight hours contact time. No, 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 Somebody this is different. Somebody was just saying that she loved her course, though she did only get eight hours contact time. Yeah, but loved yeah. so there's a difference here. So there's a difference here between being ripped off, mm. you could be ripped off by a university on any course, right? So that could be any course, you know, from medicine to economics to English to art, whatever. You could be ripped off. So they're, they're, that's one thing. That's different. A rip-off degree or a Mickey Mouse degree is the perception that colleges are charging a lot of money to students to do such esoteric, odd, sort of rarefied subjects, often, though not always, often pivoting around, unfortunately, the arts and around sort of... So, for example, there was a piece in The Telegraph a few months back saying, you know, there's a course all about they're studying Happy Valley. And, yeah, you know, you see that as a headline. You go, fucking hell, really? Why, why are you studying... Oh, you're paying money written. to stu study Happy Valley. But then when you understood that it was part of a course about script writing yes. or media, what have so you... So it's that red meat. It's that get red, people angry. Yeah, get people angry about aspects of. That said, that said, and I feel quite strongly about this, I think... A lot of what Rishi Sunak is saying is actually, I'm loath to say it, is kind of right. The Tories are essentially saying that we need to get away from this idea of saying that the only route through life is to get a, is to get a degree. And I think anyone who's sensible and reasonable and rational for years would have said the same. Polytechnic served a purpose, you know, uh, apprenticeships serve a purpose. You know, just not taking degrees and just simply going straight into, you know, often a sort of career path or whatever is, um, you know, is often better and faster and more efficient to kind of get a get on in life. Do than a degree taking apprenticeships a degree. now. I listened to this yeah, whole story of this person. Have, God, yeah. she loved it yeah. so much. Yeah. And then the company that she was an apprentice for pay for some of the course. Course. Yeah, exactly. And then she got this amazing job. And she like completely, she goes from where her family had been to what she, mm. to, to the life that she got. And I thought, my God, that sounds so incredible. So for example, like, someone... Brilliant would, opportunity. Yeah. And I mean, I think what often gets conflated here, there are the degree courses. And then within every degree, you get lots of what you call modules and courses. And if you start to drill into what some of those individual courses are called within these degrees and what they focus on, you're going to start to get all sorts of topics that the right-wing press and anyone who's got any vague suspicion of the arts is going to go, that's fucking ludicrous. Well, mm. you know, and, you know, so, so, the, so, the, so there's that. And so what they're wanting to do is they're wanting to clamp down on uh, degree uh, university, universities that are, are sort of offering these degrees unless they can prove that there's some back-end advantage to it, i.e., 80% of people who take the course get a job. What's the earning potential? What's the earning level of that job, etc.? They want to put in place lots and lots of rules and regs to stop them being so able like to just flog these courses. it's like an of university. Yeah, and, and, and young people and do need good. some protection of yeah, that. Yeah, they do. Because we do hear a lot of complaints. And like you always say, you know, 
university mustn't just be seen as a means to a job and no. that's the only way that it can be validated of no. course but also there are a lot of people that that is literally what they want they yeah. want they want to have a different life than than, yeah. than was mapped out for them and unfortunately fucking labor has made that very fucking difficult because of the cost of it well, they, they, you know, let's not beat around the bush. It was Tony Blair brought in the brought in the the student loans and the fees and all that I just kind of stuff. Can't believe that. I mean, you did. There was so there was forever. Uh, I mean, I think there was a period of time where it was very trendy to kind of flog courses that just brought lots of people in. Media, 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 media. I mean, the irony is, is that the media is a huge, huge part of everyday yeah. life. Yeah, the media inf affects all of us. It, you know, it, it impacts on all of us. So many of us earn from the media in different ways, whether it be social media, whether it be conventional media or dying medias or new medias, incoming media, all this kind of stuff. Um, you know, the, you know, so... This the, is my the way danger. we could maybe be a lecturer in a university, Mark. Maybe <laughs> yeah. I could get a cap and everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is my only way I will ever get into university. I could go and lecture on, on social media. Well, then you'd be that, but they would probably call that a Mickey Mouse course. But this is the thing. This is the thing. So many Mickey Mouse courses or things that are called Mickey Mouse courses are engaged with or are analysing or exploring or looking into things in our day-to-day -day lives. And they, they encourage an analysis of how, how we live in our modern-day life. Obviously, there are huge swathes of students doing the, these courses. And these courses are the courses that deliver the highest sort of success rate when it comes to earnings um, and, and job opportunities. Medicine is right at the top. Economics really? is next. Maths I is next. I just heard consultant on yeah. the news saying that things are absolutely dire and, and, and they're all being poached to go to another country. Yeah, well, exactly. That's they why, had no but that's why in on, 15 yeah, years. Yeah, but they're not talking about in the UK. They're talking about what this happens for the students. So this is why, yeah, they're being poached. So med, if you do medicine, economics, oh, maths, right. geography, geography, I was surprised by, pharmacology, engineering, these have the best returns on investment. And I think the bigger question to be asked here, and I got all kind of at first... I've can really, I just I've, can, yeah, Let me just finish this thought. I got really kind of hot under the collar about this and I was just thinking about it this morning. Mm. At first I was thinking, no, education isn't just about earning. Mm. It isn't just about earning and earning potential. And then I paused and I thought, well, actually it wasn't once upon a time, but unfortunately the university system has been made that now. Mm. And so now it is that, my advice, and I think Rishi Sunak's advice too, is for certain sectors, university possibly isn't the right place to go to a la the creative arts. Mm. University as in conventional university. So where university. do you think people should go? Well, apprentice, well, I would say that I would class things like acting schools and music schools and things like that along... I'd put them in the apprenticeship side of things. I'd put them like, in the poly the side, the art like college side. Art and that kind of college side. and going to university to do art, what's the difference? Well, you've got foundation courses and, unfortunately, most of these places also offer uh, degrees. I think what we have to do is culturally get ourselves off out this of idea... Out of the idea of the degree. Out of this idea that you have to have a three-year... You have to spend three years taking a degree Doing all I mean, at the end of the day, the reason the system is there too is to... This is that weird thing. They've got the system and they need to sustain the system. Yeah. And it's a self-sustaining system. Yeah. I, I remember when I started whatever, the PhD that I started, which, you know, a classic case in point, my PhD I started was David Cronenberg and, um, and how his work sort of related to the metaphysical poets. I mean, it was a very intense... We were going to write a book, we were going to interview the director, and it was going to be an exploration of literature and film and poetry, and all this kind of stuff. That would be seen as, well, what need is that to anyone? You could argue absolutely not. But I would say, walk into any bookshop, 
And if you look at all of the variety of stuff that's on offer to you, you could argue if you just home in on any one of them, who needs that? Who needs that? Yeah. Who needs that? Who needs that? So it's very hard. We've got this crazy Who's show, deciding? Like, like, nurses now have to have a degree before they can be a nurse. I mean, what? What? When did that? When did that become a thing? Because they used to go just to nursing schools, didn't mm, they? Mm. So they're now getting into a whole load of other debt mm. before they even start to then go into workplace where yeah. there's no way that they're ever well a going to be able to pay that debt back, but even actually have a good standard of living. I agree. We, it, it is so messed up. So at first I got really kind of I was like, oh god, it's Rishi. No, no, but it's really good. I think it's really important. So on. And then I stopped and I looked at what Rishi was actually yeah. saying, and I thought, actually, hang on a minute. We have become slavishly attached to this idea, this, this kind of, uh, what's the word, sort of conveyor belt of just the degree is the thing, the degree is the thing. Absolutely not. I think get but, more people out, get more people into the into but the But it's like you, you've always said, you know, that in the old, it was just a continuation of education. I mean, mm. I never wanted to go to university. I didn't grow up thinking about it or it was just never going to be my path. But... If you are somebody that loves, you know, formal education and learning for learning's sake, because you love learning, mm. where can, how can somebody from a less privileged back, well, you didn't come from a privileged background, but how can somebody that comes from a family that's really struggling ever even dream of that, mm. you mm. know? Well, they would argue that's why the student loan thing's been brought in. Everyone can get the loan and everyone can do it. I mean... And you really don't have to pay it back well, no, unless you have you're to, earning 50000 You have to earn a certain threshold and some people, you know, just will never, ever hit that. And I think that's one right. of the things, obviously, because the state pays. Otherwise, the government is looking at it and right. going, well, OK, where's the... And there is an economic consequence well, so to this. Well, how many people actually pay it back? Not, not, not a vast amount. I oh, think really? I think the total bill, I heard, is something like $140 billion. Oh, my God! Yeah, no, America... I mean, the US has a massive student loan crisis. Huge wow. crisis where they so were looking to... So I didn't realise the majority of people never pay it back. They, no, they, they, the, the threshold... I mean, in, in a way, you could say, well, the threshold is high enough. So, no, the, so the state picks that up. Right. And, you know, so student loans are... The whole thing is a bit weird. So, on the one hand, we're forcing people to do something that the state then has to take responsibility for. They can't do it. They feel stressed by it. They're encumbered by it. They haven't really learned what they wanted to learn. Um, mm. And so I would, I'm beginning to think that, yeah, is university, should university, why don't they make a point of just saying university is for you to go in and streamline, go fast, earn lots. This is the most potential you can do here. You'll have a few arts courses, because if you go back to this list of the top 10, right down the bottom, right down the bottom beneath agriculture is the creative arts. <laughs> so, of course, that's the worry. My first worry is always when you're dealing with a government. I mean, when you look at the top three things, medicine, economics, maths and engineering, aren't all those things part of Rishi Sunak's family background? I think it wasn't his dad a pharmacist mm. and he's into, he was mm. an economist and mm. he's maths and he was a chancellor. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, so there's all of that. And then creative arts, they're going to be less sensitive, aren't they, to the creative arts? Now, the creative arts might not reward people individually. But this is the creative arts might not reward people individually, but collectively, culturally, it's a huge defining part of your society, yeah, isn't it? Absolutely. So it's really Being hard to... Human. Yeah. Um, okay. In a future AI world. Yeah. Um, Heat waves. You were saying everyone was talking about them at work on Friday. I was saying, because obviously over the last week we've been hearing, haven't we, about these horrendous levels that we've got to in, in Europe. Oh, and I keep saying to Mark, I really think we should talk about the heat when he kept going, no, no, no. Anyway, well, no, only because we talked briefly about loose it on week. Friday. Oh. Everyone was talking about it. Okay, so let's just park to one side the terrifying prospect we have here for our planet, which is literally 
on fire. It's, it's people's holidays. I mean, people have saved... Like, well, La Palma, did you my... see the photographs on La Palma? I thought it was part of La Palma in Mallorca, but it was the island of La Palma. I They've mean, photographs of tourists being evacuated and so many... I mean, we're, you're looking at severe, severe, severe problems. And I remember what we were, when we went away in June, God, we were lucky, because the week before in Mallorca it had been raining, then we were there for a week and it was lovely. But on the last day of sunbathing, I said to Mark, oh, it feels really weird, the sun, it was mm. like... Mm. But anyway, just all my WhatsApp groups and my friends that are away. Uh, how's France? Boiling. Actually, a bit too hot, hot to be honest. <laughs> Actually, I don't think I can bear it. Mm. It's around 32 to 33. My other friend, 40 here in, in Mallorca. I'll be on the bathroom floor hugging the tiles. Uh, my other friend, sweating my tits off here in Malta. And it's like really hard. So I just thought... it. it Oh, I mean, obviously, parking to one side, um, um, climate change and all of that. I just feel so sorry for people that have put, booked and paid for their holidays and Whoa. they're going to get there and it's just like, you can't go out. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, some who, people, who I just saw someone he? here saying, where's that? Well, let's see Gilbert, where's that? Where? Don't you think it's curious that as creatures we are, in a weird, you begin to realise how civilizations come to an end, don't you? Mm. Because on the one hand, we are all in agreement that it's catastrophic, atrocious, frightening and worrying what's mm. happening to the planet. And yet all of us are secretly wishing that we had a bit of that heat wave here right well, now. Because that's just Even human. though if it but... came, it would be a sim symbol of yet more cataclysm. Yeah. But actually, this El Nino has happened before, isn't it, 100 years ago? Oh, you're starting to sound like Trump. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm 100% a believer of climate change and I'm terrified. I'm not at all. But, I mean, there are weather events. At, uh, I, mean, I agree. I mean, you can argue that everything's cyclical. Yeah. But... Apparently, there is only 1% chance that we could have weather like that this year. And when you think about last year and how much we hated it, it was so miserable, mm. wasn't it, mm. that level of heat? They are it talking about there being awful. another... Uh, there's going to be a ping of heat in August here, for sure. Yeah, it's going to get better, but it's not... It's, it's going to be... But, I mean, we can't help it, can we? I mean, the sun comes out and people feel better. I mean, I do now. I never, the sun, if the sun pops out a weird time or is a bit hot, I do always go, oh, God, climate change. You know, I go to the fear. Yeah. But you can't help but feel better when the weather's a bit nice. Well, just to add to all of our, kind of our woes and our worries and everything else, um, you know, temperatures are absolutely ludicrous everywhere. Um, uh, Not look at this. Well, I mean, look at Spain. You don't have to be a genius or speak Spanish to, to, to read. There's a map here of Spain. Um, hang on, I just wanted to find this story. Has it um, which... Highs of 48 oh, degrees Celsius. 48 in Sicily, in Sicily and Sardinia. Have you seen the photographs of the beaches? Yeah. I mean, they're just. The Acropolis has been closed, but look at this just in about remember. 15 minutes ago. China's recorded its hottest ever temperature in the country. <sighs> as the temperature part surpassed 52 degrees centigrade in uh, Xinjiang um, district. So when, see, for me, things like this, when you see headlines like China records hottest ever temperature as mercury passes 52, and an hour earlier, death toll mm. from South Korean floods rises to 40, mm. you're beginning to get the montage feeling that mm. you get in those, horror, in those films mm. of, a, of an incoming mm. catastrophe. And meanwhile... You go into town and there's nowhere to plug an electric car in and then you hear electric cars are worse for the environment and it's, it feels like we're literally trying to dry ourselves in a shower with a flannel. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's worrying. Mm. It's worrying. Okay, selfies. Selfies and the... And, and the oh, did uh, you see this, guys? I've posted a photo on our coffee moaning scene. What a stupid cow, I'm sorry. 
But tell us what you, I couldn't believe what you said her punishment. This is a fan who was taking a selfie at the Tour de France. So she stood out at a point to take a bloody selfie with the cyclist going past and caused, caused a, a massive I mean, this pilot. could have been a death. Oh, I mean, absolutely. the speed that they're going. But not only that, all that work, all that training, 20 bike pile up. Mm. She was arrested. I was just about to say, what country was this? France. Yeah, France. France. To be fair, the Tour de France has sometimes taken place outside okay. of France. Um, so anyway, so she was arrested and then fined a euro. I can't believe that. You know what I thought when you said a euro, when you told me this earlier? I thought, I really need a euro for the uh, shopping trolley at Sainsbury's. <laughs> but what do you think about that? What a, a euro. Div. Why what a, a euro? I don't understand Maybe that. because there is no law against taking a selfie. Maybe there wasn't a law that they could charge her with for what she'd done, a blithering idiot. I mean, is there a law against being a blithering idiot in France? So the accident caused uh, several teams to urge fans to show more... more hang Respect. on, she was... Hang on, it said... Uh, oh, no, in 2021, a, a female fan holding up a sign for her grandparents uh, was fined a £1,000. Um... It just, it's just a reminder, isn't it? There's a sort of selfishness about selfies, selfies, obviously, but in the taking, it's kind of like just thrusting your arm out. And uh, yeah, every year the same thing happens. I That's mean, you it. could you could argue there's always there's always obstacles on a course, and you always <laughs> narcissism and stupidity for this a while. I mean, you know, there's always obstructions. Someone always gets hit. I mean, I'm amazed it doesn't happen more often. I mean, I can completely understand just the excitement. You know, say you. <laughs> Minky Moo, how can you take a selfie at that speech? She wasn't racing. <laughs> she was watching. I think she was taking one of her and she was having I mean, to get a blur I of I can understand party. how she was excited. She wants to get a shot. I mean, this is the thing. I am not like one of these mad... Like, Obviously, we get asked a lot when we're out and about, or even Nanny Di does now, to do selfies. And there's an awful lot of people in our business go, oh, you know, these people asking for selfies. But I get it. You know, you meet somebody oh, that you that, that you enjoy watching, or and it's like, can I have a selfie? I don't, I don't actually have a problem with it. I really don't. And most people that do it don't then think you can stand there for an hour and talk. Everyone's you know, really people respectful. are oh, thanks, and they yeah. go, I don't have a problem. And I understand they want to go in their front. Oh, you know that woman off the telly? The oh, I met day... her today in Sainsbury's and I, showed the photo. I think it's I, very benign. I, th I yeah. think it's the modern day version of autograph hunting. I totally no, but also yeah, of just recording things. Now yeah, we have right. become a bit obsessed, and I do think sometimes we're missing feeling something because we're taking a photograph. Mm, like mm. last year, I went to. Um, that what's it called secret cinema Tawny Harvey. secret cinema where you are not allowed a camera you have to hand your phone in right? apart from when they let us into film for star wars yeah <laughs> and um oh it was called what's that film i watched i went to see the dancing Dan dirty dancing dirty dancing and it was filled with all sorts of ages but a lot of young adults and i was really moved by the atmosphere, Mark. Mm. I just kept going, oh my God, nobody's filming anything. Because you know when you go and see stuff sometimes and people are just going like that and they're almost dead face, mm. like recording it. And sometimes I go into a place, God, why are you doing that? And I think, no, because people want to share things with people. It's like whenever I go somewhere and you're not there, yeah. I'm always like, oh, Mark would love this, or mum and dad, oh, you know, the last holiday we were on. I was like, oh, dad would love this bar. Dad would love this. And I and I sort of start mm. filming myself to show it. So 
it's something that we now have available to us. Mm. So though I called her a blithering idiot, do I actually mean it? Probably not. Oh my God, the heavens the, have the just The heavens have just suddenly Oh opened. my God. Um, wow, oh, that's so good for the garden. That's rain rain. That's rain rain. Um, I, 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 I feel very in. benevolently about the whole kind of, you know, taking a selfie is absolutely fine. I think it's really sweet. And I think charting where you are is absolutely fine too. I don't mm. think that's a problem. I think it is a modern day form of kind of, well, it's taking photos. We've always taken photos since mm. God of Time it's Immemorial. It's just that more of us can do it now yeah. because we have a camera. But I think if you've got a million cyclists riding behind you at breakneck yeah. speed, just think about your space, you burke. I can't believe um, that weather. That's no. us talking about the weather. Final couple of and finalies. This tragic story that you drew, you pulled up, Nadia, about this 55 pilot whales that have died after a mass stranding on a Western Isles beach for any animal lovers out there. Um, well, any, what, every, every human being would but be But I thought what was so this. sweet is that they talk about how they have such a sense of community that one of them that they believe was struggling with a vaginal prolapse started to sort of move in towards land because I think for whatever reason confused in a terrible state of distress and all the others followed and so um, 12 of the 55 are still alive but the others have sadly washed up and died in um, is it St. Louis? Very St. Louis? Dessert, yeah the Isle of Lewis. Place. Look yeah. at that. Yeah. Oh, there was a woman talking on Radio 4 this morning she was I can't tell you how what an awful awful sight it was to actually be there and I'll witness bet. that, can you I'll imagine? Bet. I'll bet. Um, yeah. And finally, guys, I just this wanted to share. This is fascinating. Yeah, Jane Birkin. I have no idea. Does anybody here know where the Birkin, how the Birkin bag came about? Well, now they do. What? Jane Birkin. No, but they don't know Oh, I see. <laughs> well, yeah, Jane Birkin tragically died at the weekend. She was 76, possibly most Strong. famous for her relationship. Uh, to say, but you know, her relationship with Serge Gainsborough, Gainsbourg, whatever his name is. Um, Je t'aime. I mean, who doesn't Je remember Je t'aime, which got banned Je everywhere. Um, sort of so beautiful. I love so beautiful. that kind of face. And her daughter, Charlotte Gainsbourg, Gainsbourg is obviously a, an actress and a singer too. 76 is so young. 76 is so, what did she so die? young. Do we know? So young. I don't, it doesn't actually say. But obviously, it was a tumultuous relationship she had with uh, Serge Gainsbourg. He had a huge alcohol problem. Um, temper tantrums, etc. But there's a story here about how the Birkin handbag came about. And I just thought this was amazing because the reason I know about Birkins is Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Faith Goodman. Absolutely. They always talk about always it. Always talk there, about Birkins they? and their stupid price. So she was a model and she, was, uh, she had a chance encounter on an Air France flight sitting next to Jean Louis Dumas, the then CEO, Chief Executive Officer of Hermes, when she spilled the contents of her bag. When she did so, she bemoaned the lack of large bags on the market for mothers, and Dumas immediately sketched a supple and spacious rectangular holdall with a burnished flap and saddle stitching, according to the Hermes website. So I she, wonder if she became disgusted. I would be disgusted if something named after me had got to the level that it's got, where they're hundreds of thousands of pounds. It's quite frightening, isn't it? I mean, it's just disgusting. I always thought it was a merkin, but of course, that's, that's something completely different, isn't it? A shame merkin? on anyone, however fucking rich you are, to yeah. spend a hundred thousand pounds on a fucking what about, bag. What about a but Look at that. What about a birkin merkin? Maybe I think you've got to show them a the merkin now we've said it so many times. Come and have a look. Come and have a look. Let me just show you the range. It's quite something. I've got to run out 
So there you go, guys. There you go. It's rain, rain. Anyway. Hit the subscribe button and the notification bell if you're listening on podcasts. Come over and see us on YouTube. And wait one second. You still have a chance until midnight to win. Tomorrow. There's two people that can midnight win. Midnight tomorrow. Midnight tomorrow. £25 Tesco's vouchers. Just watch the Curly Cuts Croydon from Saturday. And um, there is a question in there that you just answer by underneath the video. And then two lucky winners will be chosen midnight Tuesday. Have a lovely day, guys. And we will see you elsewhere on the channel.